Thanks. Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show. You are on with my guest today, Dr. Slava Shutt. Okay, we're going to be talking about achieving financial freedom and a whole lot more. We're going to just dive into all areas of his life, past, former, and present, right? Okay, so buckle up. Um, Those of you who want to call in uh, with your questions or comments on our topic today, you can do so right here at Blog Talk Radio. Call us at 323-642-1677, or if you're too shy, um, I'll be looking for you in the chat line. So go ahead and post your comments, questions there. If you're listening to us live, that chat line is right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross. Welcome, Dr. Slava. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's a pleasure. I always need a good advocate, uh, so I'll take as many as I can get, and uh, you're a good one, so you're a powerhouse, and I'd love to have more powerhouses right behind me. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you you threw out a few topics for me. I think um, most men are interested in the financial topic, so I figured we'd start with that and then just see where the conversation takes us. So... Um, well, let me back up one step further. Uh, you are a, a doctor of physical therapy, and you want, maybe you might want to share with our audience a little bit about what got you curious, what got you started in that field. So it started off as a young guy, little guy in you know, college and end of high school. I always wanted to be a doctor. And, okay. you know, so it started off with like, as crazy as it sounds, lifeguarding. When I was a lifeguard, I started, you know, taking all these health classes, and I was interested in biology and school and stuff like that, and physiology and all that kind of stuff. So I started working out. Uh, it didn't work out for me as well in high school. I was a little guy. I didn't get bigger until much later. But you know, so all that progressed. And as I was doing classes and like lifeguarding and watching people, they they asked me to do a kids class one day oh, to teach kids okay. how to swim. I guess somebody was gone, the instructor was gone, so I was like, I'm, way, I'm a water safety instructor, I'm a lifeguard, let me teach these kids how to swim. But my discipline and everything like that, they're like, wow, this guy's got his class, the only class where the kids are lined up in single file line, they're not going crazy. He's like, he's got, he's got charge of his class. So they're like, that's pretty cool. Little by little, they started asking me if people were out, somebody was on maternity, they asked me to teach a water class. So I started doing water fitness and doing like a geriatrics aqua aerobics class. So whatever they threw me in, I did. So you adapted. <laughs> adapted. And as I got through school, I didn't get along with my uh, pre-med program to be a doctor. Uh, it was a big f- war. And one day I was walking down. Here's faith. God plays a big role always in our lives. And I was walking down the hallway. I saw sports medicine. I was like, sports medicine? What is this sports and medicine? I like want to be a doctor, and I like sports, this could be a good fit. Initially, they said, you will never get into this program. You're already a sophomore. You know, you're in pre-med. You have the prerequisites, but you're not going to get this program. I applied anyway. Two weeks later, it was so funny, three people, for whatever, either dropped out or failed out of that program, and there was an opening, and I got into the sports medicine department. So instead wow. of being a freshman, I got as a sophomore. Got my sports medicine degree. In the NCAA tournament, my team was basketball at that time. My program director knew the program director where I was going to get my master's degree. He said, this guy is going to be something else. You should take a look at him. So 
I got to meet them. They saw what we did during a during a tournament. They said, well, "Why don't you come to my school and be, uh, you know, a master's degree in sports medicine?" I said, "Fantastic." I got invited. I took care of the basketball team, the football team, and the baseball team at that time that year. Got my master's degree. I wasn't done yet. I got a flyer in the mail that said, come to our open house for our doctorate. We'll waive the $200 fee. For a kid at that time in school, $200 was a lot of money. I was like, I will come to your open house with bells on. Yeah. I went to the open house, and I guess they liked me because they invited me to the, uh, to the interview process. They accepted me for the doctorate program in physical therapy. And next thing you know, from lifeguarding to doctorate with sports medicine background, here I am helping people every day for now 26 years. I love that. So since it's a graduation month for, for many students, how can we translate your journey and what happened to you um, to our young people who are listening today who maybe do have a clue on what they want to do and a few doors have shut on, their, on them, or maybe they have no idea you know, what, their, uh, line, what their path is. So how, how could you translate what, you, what happened to you to some of our students today? So, first of all, you've got to find out what your passion is. What do you like? And if doors have been closed on you, I've got to tell the audience, if one door closes, one door always opens. It's amazing. You have to find your opportunities. Where is life taking you? If you are playing video games all day and you're dependent upon your parents and you're sitting around, guess what? Doors are not open. If you're right. out, out and you have a passion, you have an interest, you have something that's you want to change the world, you want to help people, guess what? There's many open fields. And if you're listening today and you're anywhere near California, I take interns all the time to help guide them to see if you want to do what I do, come see me. We will take you, we will help you, we will guide you, we will mentor you, and we'll help you along the process. And if you want, you know, I speak to people all the time. I speak to young people all the time. Give me a call, email, text us. I will help you guide and formulate your interests and your ideas and will help you get somewhere in a path. Right. I love that. I love that. And take him up on it because he will mentor you. He is that kind of person. So just absolutely do that. Um, you know, I was speaking, to, I was on a podcast the other day and the nature of her podcast is coaching uh, professional women, corporate women, right? And she was saying, what would you tell my audience with, uh, you know, the glass ceiling? Because there is a glass ceiling for women. I'm like, yeah, there is, but here's how I, I'm going to work your way out of that. I said, look up at your ceiling wherever you're sitting right now. It's, it's roughly without my seeing your premises, it's 10 by 10, right? She goes, yeah. She looks up, yeah, 10 by 10, 10 by 11, something like that, yeah. I said, here's how you get past the glass ceiling. The glass ceiling is directly above you. Go to the 11th foot. There's no glass ceiling there. Sometimes you have to go a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left. Maybe you have to go below. Maybe you have, have to go over. But there's not the glass ceiling all over the world. There's right. always a way. And to kind of piggyback what you were saying, there's another door that opens, but only if you're looking for it. Right. If you are not looking for it, and I think expectation has a lot to do with it. If you expect that something good is going to come, something good will come, because that's just the law of the universe. That's just how it works. Right. So she goes, oh, my God, I have never heard this advice before. She says, I'm going to look for the 11th foot. <laughs> like, you're right. It only goes to the 10 feet mark. <laughs> the sky's the limit. You could push the ceiling up. It's glass. You could shatter right through it. So yep. that's the beauty of glass. You could see right through it, and you could see the sky, and you could see above that. So really, the sky's the limit. And, you know, my financial company, some of the big, big people, like one of my mentors, I mean, she's been in the business for 22 years. I mean, she went from broke, not knowing, uh, you know, how to do anything uh, in the sales field to now making well over a million dollars a year, uh, you know, doing, you know, uh, insurance and uh, financial services. It, it's amazing. It's an unstoppable, limitless ceiling. So the financial services industry is an $80 trillion industry plus, 
every high rise in every downtown in America is a financial institution. It is bigger than retail and uh, real estate combined. Financial services is a huge field, and more and more women are coming aboard, and they're killing it because they're hustling harder than the guys. They have the charisma, they have the passion, and they are stepping it up. And, um, you know, the hardcore men who roll up their sleeves are killing it also. So it is an amazing, amazing field. Gotcha. So, you know, a lot of people are struggling with very tough times right now. The uh, economy is crippled, supply chain problems, like you name it. Everything that could be going wrong is seemingly going wrong lately. So I think more and more that they say that the number one concern of most people today is money. I mean, they were concerned about it a year or two ago, but when everything went up 30%, if not more, especially gasoline's even more, um, you know, everybody is trying to find a way to pinch their budget. So to that, I want you to shed some light on maybe give our listeners some tips on how they can take baby steps to achieve some financial success. Because as you know, they do not teach this in school because the elites, they don't want you to know how to be rich. So it's a big giant secret. They don't teach you how to balance a checkbook. They don't teach you what a FICO score means, how to affect the FICO score. Um, they don't teach you how to buy a house, how to buy a car, nothing. You're in the dark completely. So please give my listeners a few pointers on baby steps. What can they do to get started on their financial journey? Okay. So – the problem with a lot of people right now, especially, and the average American doesn't have $400 saved for emergency funds. Uh, right. We found out in COVID, we're very exposed that more people have financial issues than we thought. And it's very true. So the first thing I got to tell people is you don't need a ton of money to make it, right? You okay. need parts of your money. So we're a spend first and then save last society. So when we've done our taxes, when we've paid for our bills, when we've done this, and we went shopping, and we went to the movies, and we did this, and we bought our sneakers, and Chanel, and Gucci, and Prada, and blah, 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 blah. Guess what's left? Zero. <laughs> We're paycheck to paycheck. Now, what I try to teach people is you have to change your mentality. Now, I go by a 70-20-10 plan. What does that mean? All your bills, all your everything that I just mentioned have to go from your 70% off the top. Not at the end, off the top. 70% pays all your living expenses, everything you have. Okay. 20% goes into some sort of account that is for investments, not savings. I'm not going to say that. That's a bad word in financial planning. Savings, you will never save to get rich. You no. will Put an account that is growing. At the same time, that money is going to go to something like real estate or life insurance, something that grows, compound with interest, and makes money on your money. If your money is not making babies, your money is worthless. Yeah. Right? right. So, and then 10%, I believe strongly in God and giving back. So 10% should go giving back to charity, which is a write-off, not to mention at the same time, you're doing good things. So yeah. if 30% is working for you somehow, either altruistically or growing in a financial market, that's a better way for your money to work. When 100% is going to bills and to frivolity and whatever else you pay on, not good. So 70, 20, 10. And I believe me, I promise you, we will find a way for you to live off 70%. And that 20%, before you know it, grows, 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 grows. And you have money that's growing for your retirement, money that's growing for your emergency fund, money that's growing for anything that you may need for any kind of investment. Okay. Right? You want money to make money, and the only way to make money is through investing it, not by saving it. Saving it, all you're going to do is tap into it and spend it. Guess right. what? If you invest it, your money has babies and makes more little baby monies. Okay? <laughs> so they grow up and become big babies. Yeah. Right? Now, let's, let's turn back the clock a little bit. 
because a lot of people are not at the 70% level. So you got to do one of two things. You got to lower your expenses mm-hmm. or you got to find uh, an apartment, for example, because that's the biggest expense that is less expensive than what you're living in now. So uh, tell our people, how are they going to get to the 70%? Because that's like a crucial part of the equation because everybody's operating at 100%. Some of them are oper- operating at 105%. They're, they're spending more than what's coming in. Right. So how, how do you start with that 70%? How well, do you dial it down? The first thing that we do is, first of all, our services are free. So anybody who needs my help, we sit down for a free assessment. We call it a financial needs analysis. Okay. Because a person like me and my partners, we sit down with somebody. Look, we need to know what's coming in, what's going out. And we find a way, people are going to, it's like a four-letter word right now, budget, okay? We create a budget. We yeah. create a way for you to understand if you have more going out than you have coming in, you're in trouble. So if you have the right amount going out and X amount coming in, guess what? You're doing well, right? And then if you have investments and that money grows, that means you have more coming in, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? So the 70% can be achieved through a financial needs analysis. You have to sit down what's coming in, what's coming out, basically everything. We, want, we put all the cards on the table. There's no gimmicks and there's no hiding. You have what you have. If I know what's coming in, I could tell you how we could get to the 70% level and how you could live. And you're, you're going to have to sacrifice for a little bit. It's not going to be just money just pouring out the drain for nowhere. But in the future, you'll be so much happier. You will have right. something. As they say, you'll have a pot to pee in. Right. I think uh, accountability has a lot to do with it. So probably the best place to start, if you're clueless, is to just be accountable. Write down or look at your bank statement online and see where is that money going and create, I don't know, 20 categories or whatever. Um, So would you do this for a certain period, like 30 days or three months, six months? You know, some bills are only due once a year. Like some people have car insurance, it's only due once a year. So if you do a 30-day analysis, oops, July is that car payment that's the annual car payment. So what would you recommend with regard to creating a budget? You evaluate over what time span? Well, you could do it over 30 days. You know, generally speaking, okay, so there's, you know, there's different types of ex- expenses. To keep it easy for people, we just yeah. label it expenses, right? Okay. So it's not a particular time frame. What do you have to pay and how much, right? So right. some things would be monthly and they're standard. And some things like the like you said, the car insurance is yearly. That still falls under that expense category. And people mm-hmm. say, "Well, I have insurance, and I pay three hundred and fifty dollars a year." And so we put that in a column of expenses. Okay. Uh, and everything that we have, we try to simplify. We ask questions. Do you have this? Do you have that? So we we have a we have a form. And pretty much everything is standardized and organized so we could get any of those things that may be missing. Once we ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. So it's a matter of, listen, clients don't remember stuff. But if we help them along with questions, mm-hmm. then we guide them better. But if you're by yourself and you decide not to use a professional, which is fine, there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. make sure your bottom line is all your expenses for the year whether it be over three months, six months, nine months, a year, whatever you're paying, all has to add up, and you can see what's coming in. And then you have nothing left, then you understand that you're overspending, and that's why you're paycheck to paycheck. So if you ever want to get out of the habit and out of the nightmare of a paycheck to paycheck kind of existence, mm-hmm. there's more for you. There's so much more out for you. And if you yeah. want to achieve income, call me. I build entrepreneurs. I help entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's it's an amazing system. I love that. All right, now let's move on to the 20%. So a lot of people, you know, they don't have enough money for real estate. They haven't saved up. They're they're clueless. They don't even know what a FICO score is. Um, 
talk a little bit about that. Like if you know nothing about financing, how do you choose your investments? Okay. So I'm going to simplify it because there's more to this. Yeah. Listen, I want to ask you, do you want a steady climb that goes up, up, up with your finances? Or do you want to be on a roller coaster? Because if you want to be on a roller coaster, then what if you need your money when you're going downhill on those massive 120-foot drop coasters, right? You're not going to get much, and you're paying taxes on it. But what if I told you, crazy, if there's stuff that goes like this, goes like this steadily, not like this, slowly goes up and can never come down and is non-taxable. Dr. Slava, that's impossible. No, it surely is possible because, you know, things like life insurance has so many financial vehicles attached to it that it is now financial services through insurance. There's so many products. So those products have, you know, uh, money-making machines. It is a money-making machine. It's not only a death benefit, so there's a life benefit, right? And yeah. those products grow your money steadily, tax-free. So you don't need a ton of money at once, right, like real estate. It's right. not crypto where it's like boom, 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 boom. It's all over the place. You know what you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. It's tied to the market, but it's not completely in the market. And there's a contract with, like, different indexes where your money actually can't lose. Oh. Like, there's a zero-four. So the okay. zero is a hero because you cannot lose on your money. You cannot go below your principal. So it's safe. You can make it liquid if you needed to, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to. If something's growing without your effort, why would you, take, why would you touch it, right? right? So there's conceptually many ways to get the 20% to grow, even if you don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We have clients that put away, I have students, students that put away 200 bucks a month. They find a way to budget their money to put $200 a month. Away. Okay. A student, I'm just giving examples, I'm not doing a major spreadsheet, but let's say the student started at 22 years old to put away money, $200 a month. By the time they're 65 or even less, okay, that money that season grows compound interest and every, at, let's say at 10% interest, right, will double your money every 7.2 years. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. So how many doublings you have, next to you know that kid who didn't have anything at 200 bucks a month in like 20, 30 years has a million dollars. Right. It, it's my book, and tax-free, by the way, tax-free. So right. there are vehicles. Now, you could put, save your money and put it into crypto, and you could go up, but you could go down, and you could yeah. lose everything, and... There are people who have become millionaires, I admit, okay, through, and I don't want to bang on crypto because there's other things that are variable in markets, but I'm just giving an example because people want great return, and for a while, people were so happy, this could never lose, but guess what? It lost, (laughs) and it went down, and a lot of people lost a lot of money, okay? Yeah. There are things that don't do that. Now, it's not earth-shattering right away. It takes time, but anything worth doing sometimes takes time and effort. Right. And you have the ability and the chance with working with different professionals to help guide you on how to find things that are right for your budget. All right? Now, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to sound crazy too, but even without a lot of money, you can get into real estate also. And right now, the short-term rental market and the midterm rental market is saving basically the real estate market from really crashing, right? There's an yeah. interest rates and things like that. Historically, this should have been a major real estate crash. Yeah. And why, why wasn't it? Because of the short-term rental. People are not losing their homes right now. They're using their homes as income, ADUs. There's right. many things, but you don't have to have a massive mansion. There are ways for you to save money for periods of time and get a great loan, even at a higher percentage, but that property will yield you money. Right. If you live in an apartment, you don't want to live in your best place, right? You're renting in an apartment, and you're renting out your home. 
because now your home is not a liability. It's an asset. Right. Asset, as we talked about, makes you money. So there's so many tools and techniques out there, and you don't have to have a lot of money. You just have to put together some money over time and make it work for you. Very productive. Yeah. Just be productive. Here, there, and everywhere, what's going to happen? You're going to be on the same roller coaster ride, and you don't yeah. know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. Right. Yeah, the real estate laws have really loosened up. So if you or your parents own a house, um, most of California, you can build these ADUs. In fact, my next-door neighbor built two ADUs. I didn't even know you could build two. But they're calling one an ADU and one a junior. The junior was like a studio or something. And I was, like, in shock that he was able to do that. But when I called the com- you know, planning commission, they said, yeah, it's perfectly legal now, normal now, because they want to normalize the uh, rental rates. Because the rental rates, since no one can afford to buy, a house, the rental rates have skyrocketed. So ADUs are one way to make it affordable for somebody who's coming in. You might not get 1,200 square feet. You might be getting less than 1,000 or 900, 800, whatever it is. But it's a way for people to enter the, the rental real estate market that wasn't there before. It's great. It's cash flow. I mean, yeah. Tax write-offs. Real estate is an incredible, incredible tool for taxes. It's an incredible tool for business, for money flow. Real estate is just fantastic. And people think that they need a ton of money to get into real estate. No. You you need a ton of money if you're buying a massive commercial building. You don't need a lot of money if you go into partnerships with people, get your money together. It's called a syndication. If you and a few buddies get together, put a few pennies together, you'd be surprised what you could get in a partnership for real estate, right? And you are all in business together. Isn't well, that wrong? Yeah. I mean, so do they go with uh, syndicates that are already established, or do you pull together your bowling league or, or people that you already know to go into business together? How so does that work? That's a great question. Now, just like any other business, you could go trial and error and Google and YouTube, and there's a lot of training videos on real estate uh, on the Internet, and they're fantastic. However, as being a mentor and a guide to a lot of people, trust me when I tell you the complexities that you can get into real estate, you really want to be with some people who know what they're doing because to find the deal – to negotiate the deal is going to take more than a YouTube video. I promise right. you. You need, be, you need to be with some people who actually know what they're doing. It never hurts to have a real estate person on your bowling league if that's what you're going to do and syndicate together. But I promise you it's very possible. There's people who are very knowledgeable and they're not even real estate licensed and they've been in real estate for a long time. Whatever it is, vet the person, make sure they're legit and they're, they, they want to help, they want to be a part of something, and then get with smart people. Yeah. Being with smart people will always, always make you financially successful. Work with good, smart people, you will, you will not lose. Right. And I would recommend any contract that you dive into, don't be a cheap person. <laughs> Hire your business attorney to review all the documents, but what you don't see he or she will be your eyes and ears for you, and that three, four, five hundred bucks that you spent on that consultation could be saving you tens of thousands of dollars on the back end if you got to sue somebody, and that's no fun. <laughs> no, it's the worst part of you know transactions. Anytime you get into a lawsuit, the only person that wins really is the attorney. So yeah. you know you learn that in family law, you learn that in business transactions. You know, the only people that win usually in most cases are the attorneys. Right. Well, to my listening audience, if you've just joined us, you're currently on with my guest today, Dr. Slava Shut, like shut the door. And his Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash V like Victor Shut, S-H-U-T. All right. You'll find him there. You'll find him. Same name, talk, LinkedIn, uh, 
IG, and he's got a website, but I'm not going to read the website. It's too long of a name. But he likes his uh, social media, and so do we, and that's where you can find him. He's right here in Southern California. But, you know, in this virtual world, post-pandemic, we're all on Zoom calls and everything, uh, I think he will welcome a call from anywhere, right? And yep. he wanted to promote that um, he does, uh, I think you do it like a free first visit, right? A, a first consult? Is that, yeah. am I reading that correctly? Not yeah, only, and then you guys can see if you guys are a good fit and take it to the next step from there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's only the first consult. Uh, we usually get people, we walk them through a lot of the stages necessary for financial planning. So uh, we, we, we go through the stages depending on what they need and how much we advise. Uh, we don't charge for those consults. Gotcha. All right. And so we're going to continue on with our topic today. We are talking about achieving uh, and man maintaining and excelling your financial freedom. And it's all about freedom, right? I mean, you don't want to be locked in. You don't want to be living hand to mouth, as they say. So call Dr. Slava. Uh, you can call us on our phone lines right here, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677, or on the chat line. I'll be watching for you right here on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right, so when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking – Hmm, how about let's talk about how to set up multiple streams of income. So stay right there. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are on with my guest, Dr. Slava Shutt. Talk, diving in right now on multiple streams of income. There are many forms of income, maybe your day job, maybe your moonlighting at Uber, but really good forms of income are extra financial sources of income. They could be uh, real estate related, financial services, um, and a whole host of other things. So tell us, um, how does one start doing multiple streams and why is that important? Is it sort of like a risk management thing that let's say you are invested in the stock market that goes down one day but maybe another one of your investments might level the playing field and maybe be up that day so overall you want to be inching your income upward. Tell us a little bit about how to get started, what times, types of vehicles there are. So there are many, many vehicles there are many things people should understand you know when you put all your eggs in one basket and we found out you know from these retirees and people who have had these pension funds removed from them for whatever reason you know people are relying back in the day on the one thing i know how to do this and that's all i knew how to do for 30 40 years i got my gold watch i'm retired but boom and some people benefit, and they have their pensions, and their one stream of income work for them. 
But in today's world, we don't know what's going to happen. The COVIDs, the shutdowns, uh, technology improves. I mean, did you ever think that, you know, uh, Netflix would do what they're doing uh, as opposed to the VCR tapes? If You know, I'm dating myself a little bit, but, you know, you used to have cassette tapes. You go to this place called Blockbuster, right? Did yeah. you ever Blockbuster would be out of business? I mean, it's mind-blowing. So you can't put your eggs in one basket. Whatever you're good at doing and you have your 95, there's nothing wrong with it. Great. 75% or more of Americans work for somebody, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But now we found out, like you said, with Uber, uh, any, any type of sales. Maybe, maybe you do graphic design. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe whatever it is, you're a consultant. Whatever it is, there's a space for you to make money somewhere else. There's a way for you to make money doing other things. Look at podcasts. I mean, look at this. Like, we have other things that we do, and we also do podcasts. We also have other things that we like to do, coaching and masterminds and whatever it may be, uh, sales. But there's some good things out there. Like I said previously, you know, you could put a few things, put a few dollars together and try to do real estate yourself. You could do with a syndicate with other people. You combine forces, which I highly recommend. You could be in financial services, right, which is an $80 trillion industry. I mean, the sky's the limit how much money you can make there. Sales. I don't care if you make beads and jewelry. Fantastic. Just be great at it. When you market yourself and brand yourself, you could create any product and sell it. If somebody's problem is solved by your brain, you could make money. Right. Who, who doesn't have problems, right? Who right. doesn't have issues, right? So if you're helping men decide what they need to do and how to be better and how to do conflict resolution and have better relationship with their spouses, sell it. <laughs> Help them, right? Yeah. So I don't care if it's jewelry or popsicles or helping or guiding, insurance, real estate, Multiple sources of income for tax purposes, great. You know, and again, we talk about that, you know, 70, 20, 10% rule, right? So if you have more coming in to for your 70%, then yeah. you have more coming in for your 20%, you're, you're set, right? Yep. And the 10% grows, and you're giving it to charity, so you feel good, and people are benefiting from you. So the world turns. You're providing value. Whatever value you could add to people, you can monetize it. And money is not meant to be stagnant. Money no. is meant to be moving. So the people that think there's, you're gonna, they're going to throw the money under the mattresses, they say, it ain't, it, money doesn't work that way. It'll, it'll devalue in two seconds like that. So you got, you got to find multiple streams. And with regard to having like a side gig or whatever, the best place to look as the provider is do something that you're already naturally good at, right? And then secondarily, I like what you said too, is like find a need. Like what are, they, what are you good at and then what do they need? Right. Because if you can match those two things, then you've got another source of income. Right now, problem solvers are making a lot of money. Yeah. People who are solving other people's problems will always have a way to make money, even yeah. with AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I want to touch on what you said with the podcasting. Tell people why they should use podcasting as a vehicle to promote their business. Let's say you do woodworking. Why would that be important to have a podcast? Let's say you're a CPA, have a podcast. Let's say you're a basketball coach. Why is that important and how can they tie that into their business to actually promote themselves and expand their business? Platforms are important. You have to have a platform. Listen, you could be the most knowledgeable person in the world. You could be the greatest CPA. You could be the greatest woodworker. If nobody knows you or knows of your products, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You, you have a great mind, you have great talents, and nobody knows about it. A podcast is a great way to establish a platform, a platform to be heard, 
all right? You control what goes in and comes out, right? I can't afford a Super Bowl commercial, right? So what I could do, right, and they won't leave me, nobody will give me the artistic freedom, you know, as crazy as I am, nobody's like, just settle down. So I could control my content, the value I bring to people, the giving, that's all controlled by you. And if you have a talent, bring it to the world. And it's a great platform to bring your knowledge, your talents, your passion, everything you have to the rest of the world. Absolutely. I see it as a uh, credibility factor. You know, people can use an ebook or or some form of writing, writing a book also as a credibility factor, but it's a way to expand your brand and the more eyeballs that know about you, you know, it can only uh, help your business. And right? one thing that it does tremendously is the value of public speaking. If yeah. people think this is easy, what Linda and I do, try it. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. Present your face and your voice to the rest of the world. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Most people, the fear of public speaking. Now, the cool yeah. thing about the podcast, it's you and I. We could be, might as well be at a bar or our living room, right? We're just shooting the breeze, right? So it makes it a little bit easier with public speaking. But guess what? Do you know how many people are actually listening? A lot right? You have commenters, you have trolls, you have the combination of good people and people who need to get a job, you know? So (laughs) it's an amazing way to reach out to people without a bunch of eyeballs staring at you at one time. So if you're fearful of public speaking, it's a great way to public speak, yet not see the eyeballs on you. And that is very important because even if you're doing a Zoom meeting, right, sometimes you see all those windows open and hundreds of people, and they're sort of looking at you. Some guy's chewing uh, his sandwich, and somebody's like half asleep. I mean, but here, you and I are talking. We're we're one-on-one. We could be anywhere, but yet there's a bunch of eyeballs watching us indirectly. So it's a great way to start the public speaking experience without having stage fright as much. Right. Plus, it's a good mirror. So in the event that you're not doing it right or someone didn't agree with you, you get to know right away. (laughs) They will comment you. They will message you. And you can choose to ignore it or you can choose to say, hmm, there's a little merit to that. Maybe I'll do it a little differently next time. So it's a good mirror. Either way, it's a great learning experience and a great way to promote yourself. All right, let's dive into the world of probably what I think is the most important area of income, passive income. So tell our audience, what do you mean by passive income and why is this so important? Okay, so if nobody's ever experienced passive income, it is the, one of the greatest things, as they say, of sliced bread, right? Yeah. Passive income is income where you and your sweat and your hard labor didn't have to make that money. Like, well, you had to make it day one. Day one, but After yes. you put in the effort, whatever, to create the woodworking masterpiece or whatever, then it, like, is selling itself. So you do have to put some effort in, in the beginning. Yeah. In the but begin- then after that, it's it's – Cool. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so whatever you made your few pennies together and you put it wherever it's making the money, right? that money is making money on your money. That means your money, while you're sleeping, while you're on vacation, while you're doing this, while you're doing that, while you're eating, while we're talking, making money. Passive income is like the greatest strategy in financial world you could possibly have. There's nothing wrong with working hard and making you money. Nothing wrong. I love it. I've done it. I still do it for fun. Great. But you know what I'm proud of every day? That while I'm sleeping, which is not much, but when I'm sleeping, my money is out there slave laboring. It never needs a vacation. It never needs time off. And my money, well, doesn't take workers' comp because it'll never trip up or get injured or any other way. So my money is making money by working it, and it wasn't off my sweat off my back. So if you are interested in how to make money without you doing anything, 
we should probably talk because uh, it is a great uh, concept. Passive income is the way to go, the way to create great generational wealth, not just regular wealth, but generational wealth. So nobody has gotten rich, and I mean filthy rich, by working by the sweat of their brow. Right, because when you are working, there's a finite amount of hours in the day. So even if you have the day job, the moonlighting job, there's still X amount of hours in the day. You still got to go to the market. You still got to take a shower. You still got to, you know, do all, all your errands, whatever. But the beauty of passive income, once you put out that initial effort, uh, in theory, this is supposed to make you money while you're sleeping. So right. it's bending time still bringing in some revenue, whether it's in the form of interest or uh, you created, um, you know, a, a product like maybe you wrote an ebook or something like that, and now it's selling itself. You don't even have to promote it. People look at it and say, oh, I need help with getting more clicks or I need help with marketing or I need help with whatever, and people are buying your ebook to find out how you got it done. So, Yeah. So give our listeners a couple of examples on how they could create passive income. Now, there's another form of passive income where you create time. What? Dr. Slava, create time? So I'll give you an example. Yeah. I have a business that has systems in place where if I'm not in the business, I'm still making money. How is that possible? Other people. I have other people. Okay. Working for me, creating that time. So let's say I have 100 employees that are billable making money, right, for my company. Okay. Those were all working at the same time. So let's say they all work eight hours. Those 100 people that are all making me money are now working 800 hours. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I have 800 hours of money from other people's sweat making me money while I'm in the Bahamas. <laughs> Great. So that's another form of passive income by having a company, right? Great. Let's say you're a jewelry maker and you have 10 people also making jewelry that are really good, maybe not as great as you, but let's say they create something that's 90% of you. Still selling products that's not you and not your selling, and those people are bringing you income while you're not there. So you have hours of work that you didn't work and still make money. That's called a system, and that's called a business. So self-employed is different than having a business. Self-employed right. is you're working for yourself, your own basically labor of your sweat, and if you're not there, you're not making money. That's not a business. That means self-employed. So whether you work for somebody or working for yourself, it's the same thing. A business is actually not being there and making money from your business. So it's not only uh, from compound interest, which is great. You guys should look that up. Compound interest is a great concept in passive wealth, right? So as your money grows money, but your money also grows by time and other people's sweat equity. Other people's labor are making you money. And that is the American way. That is a beautiful concept. So if you have one concept of a business, you have one concept of things like life insurance, crypto, market, CDs, bonds, IRAs, 401ks, all those things are designed to grow your money without your effort, right? Now, right. tax strategies are a whole different concept. We could spend an hours talking about tax strategies by itself. That's a whole other thing. But the point being is there are so many valuable tools to help you make money on your money without you having to work for it, right? And it's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's not a horrible thing where your money makes money. People are thinking like, oh, I have to make all the money myself. That's not a great way because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. As we've seen during COVID, well, 
Too no. many people got shut down. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. So you want things out there where you are making money without having to work for it, and that is a beautiful thing because you don't know what condition you'll be in physically to be able to make money in the future. So you want things to help you not have to depend on the government and other people for your livelihood. There you go. All right, my audience, I think you better slide into uh, Dr. Slava's DMs. I'm going to give you his IG account, doctor, which is dr. Dot Slava Shut, just like shut the door. Slava Shut, all one word. Dr. Dot Slava Shut. Or if you're on Facebook, um, it's forward slash V Shut. Slide into his DMs. Guess what? He's offering a free consultation. You can use it for a financial assessment, or you can use it on this next topic that I'm going to talk about, which brings us to coaching and mentoring. I had a mom who brainwashed me in the wrong direction. She says, you know, you can't trust other people. You got to do everything yourself. You know, if you want it done right, do it yourself. It took me years to shed that mentality to say, look, I don't want to be spending time in areas that either I don't like or that I'm not good at. I want to, and I tell this to my clients, spend 80% of your time in things that you're good at, that you're naturally good at, because it won't even seem like work because you're so happy doing it. The 20%, I mean, let's say your thing is not accounting, or let's say the thing, your thing is not marketing, or whatever area that doesn't suit you, let it go. So that brings us to coaching and mentoring. Why is that important? Here's the thing. I don't know why people are so caught up that they have to invent the wheel over <laughs> and over and over again. I mean, listen, if you're the incredible person who has the wheel invention, good for you. The rest of us regular folk, I want to bypass the learning curve. I want to bypass all the mistakes. I yeah. want somebody to help me channel my thoughts my brain, my sweat, my work into a direction that's positive and by somebody who's made all the mistakes for me. Right. So a good mentor, and you're going to have to shop around, you're going to have to find things out. You know, the snake in the grasses nowadays are very easy to pick up. Plentiful. Yeah, <laughs> And you could you could weed through them. It's yeah. very easy to know who's legit, who's not legit nowadays. All you got to do is do some research, right? Uh, there's a lot of non-legit people out there. But the legit people, right, will help you and guide you and streamline you to go in a positive direction. So you don't have to make all the mistakes. You, you could start benefiting from a coach day one. Because day one, any good coach gets to know you. What is it? Who am I dealing with? And the moment they find out who they're dealing with and what area you want to go into with your goals and dreams and aspirations, you could bypass all these mistakes. The learning curve is so much smaller, and you yeah. could ascend like a jet. It's amazing. Instead of, again, the up and down roller coaster. Listen, early in my, early in my career, I've had businesses that succeeded. Some failed. And I could have really used a mentor, you know, when I first started out in business. And I made the mistakes myself. Now, you benefit now from my mistakes because I'm going to help you not make them. Now, right. if you're coachable, that works. If you're not coachable, it doesn't work. So there's a concept I want to teach people. There's teachable and there's coachable. Teachable is I teach you something. You like it, you don't like it, you have an opinion. Okay, uh, I'm going to decide and figure out if this really going to sit with me. Coachable is, hey, I want you to take the ball, and I want you to run that way. Yes, coach. Boom, ball, I'm running that way. When you do that, you make less mistakes. Later, we could talk about why, who, where, what. But when the coach tells you to do something, it's most likely for your best interest, for your growth, for your maturity, and then when you learn, and you're coachable at first, and then you're teachable, skyrocket. 
skyrocket. You can ascend quicker than you could ever before on your own, making your own mistakes. Right, because you have the coach's experiences, uh, the failures and successes, and then you have the collective experience of the coach's students, let's call them. So, yeah, there's a whole wealth of uh, information there that will speed up your timeline. Like you can sit there and, you know, go read 20 books about business, and that will get you so far. Maybe it will get you 5%, 10%, but you really don't accelerate until you have a really great mentor on your side, somebody that knows your personality, knows the strengths and weaknesses, and is just going to help you ascend to your end goal. Right. So, so yeah. you know, it, it's very important. It's a very thing, to, great thing to do. It, it speeds up the process, you know, and there's no better investment on the planet. Yeah. You are the greatest investment ever. So having a coach is investing in yourself. It's not money spent haphazardly, okay? Getting that extra purse or that car that you don't need, if you pull up in a 900-foot apartment in a Lamborghini, we have a problem, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, not the best investment. But a coach is investing in you. And if you don't believe in you, who else is going to believe in you? That's right. I love it. All right, I'm going to put all uh, Dr. Uh, Slava's links in the social media um, postings there so you don't have to remember any of this. I'll put his promo in there so you can just click and go and DM him. He's uh, offering a free promo to assess where you guys are at, whether you're a good fit, and you you guys can take it away from there. So thank you very much, Dr. Uh, Slava. I'm going to give my audience just how much, oh, we've got like three minutes left, so you better get your phone call in, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. I will interrupt what I'm doing, get that last-minute call in. You'll want to do it. And if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking with Coach Christopher John Stubbs, and we were talking about the subject of your sovereignty as a man. So he guides entrepreneurial men to sovereignty, wholeness, and self-love. He has 17 years of coaching experience, and he gets them through their trauma and the pain of their past experiences, and he drives them through their insecurities, doubts, fears, and conditioned programming to a place of wholeness. We all want that. So anyway, you can catch that on my library. By the way, I have, they, told, they sent me an email the other day saying I have 22,000 minutes of podcasting. So you'll check out that show, or if you're a new listener, you can binge. Um, my my uh, podcast archives are right here on Blog Talk Radio, also on SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. So, okay, so that's all the business of that. Thank you again. Uh, Any last comments or parting words you want to leave our audience? I want people to know that there's hope, there's promise, there's bliss, there's beauty in this world. Stop watching the news and all the death and destruction and all that kind of stuff. You could be great right now. There could be more millionaires made in this time period with the blood in the streets, as they say, than any time in history. So there's so much potential. Do you want to be the analysis paralysis and hide and constrict, or do you want to live life and move forward? The choice is yours. They're both hard. Which hard do you want? I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I look forward to having you on again. This was a a fabulous show. I think we imparted a lot of good advice and looking for more for next time. So I appreciate it, Dr. Slava. All right. And my listeners, go check out my um, audio. It's now on audiobook, The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women. You can get it in all formats. Go to Amazon and check that out. Just type in Linda Gross Author and all my books will come up. So we will see you next time right here on Blog Talk Radio, next time on The Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now. See you next week.